Welcome, my fellow seekers of truth. Good to see you here on this Friday. Shout out to everybody watching live. DLive, Foxhole, and Rumble. Those are the live stream channels. We're going to have a good show this evening, my friends. A lot to talk about. Going to be discussing this new investigation into Joe Biden from the Republicans in the House of Representatives. We've got some new Epstein documents on the way. That news breaking today. We've got... Elon Musk making some interesting um, unsuspensions on Twitter of Babylon B, Jordan Peterson, to name a couple, and then a whole bunch of other topics, content, articles to roll through as well. We're going to be talking a lot about globalists. They're trying to still roll out their vaccine passports, their, their eat the bugs, fake beef, plant-based beef. What a paradox. Um, yeah, a lot of other things too. We'll do a chat towards the end. You guys can, you know, it's been like a week, I think, since I've live streamed, so I'm seeing a bunch of questions roll in some of the chats. You guys can uh, save those towards the end. You can ask me then. I'll talk about um, whatever you guys bring up. And then, yes, uh, it's been a week since I live streamed, and the reason why I was silent for a few days was because I did take a trip to a little place called Mar-a-Lago. You ever heard of it? It was a pretty fun, uh, pretty interesting experience, uh, quite humbling, quite overwhelming a little bit, not going to lie, of course, and I'll tell you all about it, show you, show you a few pictures, and uh, it, was, it was quite a coincidence, I should say, that Trump was just so, just so happened to make his 2024 announcement the day that I was there, uh, because this trip had actually been planned for months because the 15th was my birthday. And a friend of mine who's a member at Mar-a-Lago, he said, oh, I'll take you on your birthday. Okay, so we planned it months in advance. And then Trump just so happened to make his announcement that day. So it was just perfect timing. But yes, that was a uh, quite a once in a lifetime experience, I guess you could say. So I'll share with you guys some stories from that. And uh, we'll take a look at some of the photos that I uploaded to the internet as well. Not too many though. Definitely not a place that you can just whip your camera out and walk around. So I tried to be as respectful as I could and not get like Secret Service on my ass or something because they were crawling on that place that day. So what's up, guys? Thank you for tuning in. And a few things I do want to shout out before we begin. I did do a show on Knowledge Base last night on Badlands Media, the Knowledge Based Episode 6. Justin and I covered... Basically, uh, we went through some of the news about FTX and this pretty much money laundering op using that crypto exchange, and it's just a mess. We're getting even more news about FTX come out as well, so later on in the show, uh, we'll cover that, but this was a very fun episode to do with Justin. We talked a little bit about the FTX news, but also we went into deeper philosophies of what an honest, decentralized financial system would look like and what value exchange really means and how our financial system has been set up by the banker extraordinaires to basically defraud all of us. And Justin and I kind of shot the shit about different philosophies of what, you know, an honest financial or, or value exchange system would look like with a honest society and I guess an honest government. So Fun episode. Go check it out. I've just posted a link to this on True Social and Telegram. So you can find it there or go to the Badlands Media page on Rumble or Foxhole and you can see the replay there. 
So there's that. And then we also got shout out to the sponsor of today's video. That is Noble Gold Investments, helping you to invest your money into gold and silver, platinum, palladium, precious metals. So not a bad idea when the time is right. This is not financial advice. I'm not telling you to go out and buy it now, but you know, when prices are low with whatever it may be, house, Bitcoin, gold and silver, that's when you buy, right? That's when it's a good idea to invest. And Noble Gold can help you with that, with retirement accounts, with physical gold and silver. They'll ship right to your house. You can have on hand. Uh, they're your people. Great folks there, American Rand Business. Give them a call, email them, download their free investment guides. Uh, links to their website will be in the description below this video. All right, guys. So now let's move into, let me share you some, let me share with you some Fun times I had there in Florida. Um, quick photo, you know, it, it was like three or four days I didn't post anything on the internet. And, you know, 72 hours goes by, people start asking, hey, you okay? What's going on? Haven't heard from you. And I just, uh, you know, I was traveling. I didn't want to say anything till I was there. And I was comfortable with making a post about it. But yeah, it was a very fun experience. I'm very grateful to the gentleman that brought me there for it. And, Check this video out. This is pretty funny. So hanging out uh, kind of next to the beach area at the club. And this was maybe two or three hours before Trump was going to make his announcement. I don't know who obviously hired this plane to fly around off the coast. But look at what the uh, banner said. You lost again, Donald. Hashtag DeSantis 2024. And that plane was doing circles right off the coast right of Mar-a-Lago. What, what total tools? I'll probably venture to guess it was not DeSantis that bought that banner, that hired that plane to go do that. Probably some rhinos or some Democrats did. But uh, there was a couple cars, a couple trucks there too with like, you lost Donald signs on them going around the place. Uh, got a couple other photos, photo here, uh, in front of a picture of the Donald. They're dressed up in my, uh, my jacket and all that. So quite a, uh, quite an experience, tell you that much. And then being able to watch the announcement there as well. I was standing in the back. There was a bunch of seating up front near the stage where Trump was speaking, but I was kind of standing in the back and it was pretty packed there. Trump gave his speech, made his, made his announcement. You know, a lot of people were bummed about it, but I, I don't know where, well, we kind of do know where a lot of these expectations come from. They kind of come from ourselves. But I guess a lot of folks out there were expecting something um, from their perspective bigger or something else. I don't know. Uh, you just kind of have to temper your expectations in these times. And over the last few years, i I figure we should have learned that already with how many times we get ourselves all hopped up on the hopium and that falls through, whether it's a date or whether we think this is going to happen, that's going to happen, it doesn't happen, and then we get butt hurt and we look for someone else to blame. We blame Trump, we blame whatever influencers on the internet, we blame all these outside sources when it's really kind of ourselves that get, get we get our own expectations up, we get our own hopium all hopped up and whatever the case, but I'm excited Trump running again, and 
it's gonna be it's gonna be a doozy. It's gonna be a doozy. Comment says, dude, he's gonna win 2024 when the last two elections were stolen. Come on, man. Come on, man. Is that Joe Biden making that comment? Come on, man. I'm just kidding. It's not Joe. I I respect that commenter. I've seen you here before. Appreciate your concern. And yes, that is somewhat a rightful concern, but we don't know what's going to happen over the next two years, right? And we still even have the 2022 election that a few of those are undecided quite yet. We still don't even know how the 2022 midterms are really going to fully play out yet. So just give it some time. I mean, we're not going to end a multi-century evil cabal death cult bloodline Illuminati in like four years, right? It's going to take some time. It's a marathon, not a sprint. It's going to take some time. We're going to have to be a bit more patient. And don't let the doomium get to you. One sentiment I often hear is people saying, oh, we're not going to survive, or we're not going to have a country in two years, or, you know, we're all going to die, or something like that. Yeah, we thought that two years ago when the 2020 election was stolen, right? We thought that four years before that when Hillary was running for president. We thought that four years before that when Obama got another term. We thought that, you know... It's just a repeating cycle of like doomium that gets people's heads. So you don't want to get hopped up on the hopium. You don't want to get hopped up on the doomium. They both come from a place of fear and emotional reaction. You just want to be realistic. Be realistic and focus on what you need to do now in this moment to take us on that path towards where we want to go as a community, as a society, as a, as a, uh, culture as a country as a world so anyway fun times uh quite an experience quite honored to be there and that was fun all right let's move on from that let's talk elon musk and some things happening with twitter so he made this post today a few posts actually we're going to take a look at saying new twitter policy freedom of speech and saying that twitter has reinstated the accounts of babylon b Jordan Peterson, which is great, and then Kathy Griffin, of all people. All right. And Elon Musk also saying the Trump decision has not yet been made, which I find quite curious because wasn't Kathy Griffin posting photos of her holding up like a decapitated Trump head? So, okay, great. She's reinstated, but Trump doesn't get his account reinstated. And then Elon also made a reply to some commenter saying, bring back Alex Jones. And Elon said, no, no. So I'm like back and forth in my reaction or response to what Elon was posting today. He's starting to give accounts back. That's great. But on the other hand, he's not giving accounts back and he's giving some accounts back to curious individuals. He might just try to be playing the neutral game here. I can see that. I mean, I'm no fan of InfoWars at all. I'm really no fan of Alex Jones, but uh, freedom of speech is freedom of speech, and that applies to everybody, even those you disagree with. So I'm curious as to Elon's rationale for that Alex Jones response. Although, be quite a rug pull if those of us who are innocently suspended don't get our accounts back. That would be a that would be a shitty situation, but give it maybe a few more weeks. We might see some more accounts re reinstated from uh, the Muskinator. I'm being patient with that and hopeful, but yeah, we'll see. 
And then the fake news media is really trying to make it look like Twitter's a dying company. New York Times here saying that uh, how far is Twitter going to go before it crashes? And news reports coming out today about 1,200 full-time employees resigning from Twitter yesterday. Some core teams are down to zero people. So maybe I should have just waited a few weeks to make my second account or something like that. Hopefully it's the uh, censorship desk, the censorship area of Twitter that's down to zero people. 1,200 people leaving? Great. All right. They're a bunch of pansies who just don't want to like put on actual jeans and go to the company's headquarters, right? They don't want to work hard. They just want to be lazy. Elon will find new people. And in fact, Twitter's getting more active now than ever. So it's just a bunch of fake-ass news from fake-ass media, right? Doing their thing. Uh, onward, let's talk about Joe Biden and the investigations going after him and his crime family. So House Republicans announcing an investigation of Joe Biden and the Biden crime family. They're going to be taking a look at Hunter Biden's laptop. They're going to be taking a look at Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's business dealings. And uh, looks like they're also going to probe Hunter Biden's ties to human trafficking. I mean, as soon as, soon as they got the majority in the House, they announced this a day or two later on the 17th of all days. So wasting no time. Get into business. Granted, you might say, oh, investigations, investigations. Yeah, but eh, we'll, we'll see where these go, right? I think 2023 is going to be a hell of a year. Hell of a year on multiple different fronts in multiple different ways. And on the House Republicans' Twitter, they are, again, wasting no time in, in making statements about this and tweeting about it. Joe Biden's the big guy. Hunter Biden, words on his business dealings, just going after it, going after it. So hopefully the House Republicans can do something, because obviously when Trump was in office, that precedent was set. That precedent was set, that it's cool to investigate the president for whatever you can dream up, right? Uh, got some comments coming in that Q just dropped, so I'm going to bring up um, Q Alerts. Let's take a look at what this one says. Huh, this one's interesting. So here's our new Q post that just came in a whole three minutes ago. It says, run back, Dominion, SOS offices, Secretary of State, that is the SOS, investigators, researchers, whistleblowers, patriots in trusted positions. Sure, I hope. Sure, I hope. Trust yourself. You have seen the truth. Time to show the world. Focus, focus. Ascension, huh? Interesting choice of word there. Ascension. Um, is Q going new age on us? Ah, oh, geez. So, yeah, no doubt. These new Q drops have sort of a different syntax to them, have, have different forms of wording. But, again, they are the same trip code. Definitely the same trip code. And... Trump is still retruthing all kinds of Q memes, and he was doing that all, all the time last week. So let's take a quick look at what Runbeck is. I thought it might have been the name of a person, but it looks like it's the name of an election services company. Runbeck.net 
We've got Runbeck Election Services here on Twitter tweeting about Maricopa County. So Runbeck Election Services. Oh, good. Defending Democracy. Is that trademark there? <laughs> Defending Democracy across the country since 1972 by providing election printing, mailing, hardware, and software technology solutions. Huh. Well, sounds like are they the ones just printing ballots out of their ass and dumping them in Maricopa County at 4 a.m. eight days after the election's done? I'm curious. So, yeah, let's see. All kinds of tweets. Oh, look, inside, look at the Maricopa County inbound mail ballot process. So this company is probably balls deep in what's going on there in Maricopa County. Uh, a lot of digs on them are coming. That's for damn sure. Dominion, obviously, Secretary of State offices, investigators, researchers, whistleblowers. Uh, Q probably calling for investigators, researchers, and whistleblowers to come out of, say, these companies and help everybody out. Patriots and trusted positions. Hope so. Focus, focus. So, all right, there's that. Now I'm going to move on. If another one drops, you guys let me know. Ascension, huh? Huh. Okay. Dasting. All right, a few more things on the Biden news, and then I think we're going to talk about Pelosi next. So David Brock, of all people, David Brock leaving Media Matters. I'm going to I'm gonna give that one a golf clap. Good, 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 good. David Brock leaving Media Matters, and he's going to focus on these congressional probes into Biden. So it looks like the cabal obviously mostly democrats definitely a few republicans in there too it's not a left-right thing um but the cabal's clearly nervous they are re reorganizing their assets and trying to go after i mean defend themselves against these investigations so that leads me to believe that these aren't just run-of-the-mill investigations that are meant to be nothing burgers uh, leads me to believe that these investigations are actually trying to go somewhere, and uh, they, the swamp, is nervous about them. So that is good news. And then we've got the news about the special counsel. This is Merrick Garland announcing this today, that a special counsel is going to be formed to do what against President Trump? What are they going to be looking at? Uh Mar-a-Lago, the documents he brought with him to Mar-a-Lago. Uh, who who freaking knows? Obviously, a political witch hunt. Trump is actually making a statement in one hour about this. So I think you can watch that on probably Right Side Broadcasting or Trump's official Rumble channel. I'm sure it'll be there too. But I'll make sure f to finish up this stream within an hour. So you know we can all listen to that, watch that. And big surprise, this whole special counsel is being set up three days, three short days after Trump announced his 2024 bid for president. So if that's not a political witch hunt, I don't know what is. Nancy Pelosi quitting her position as the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Huh. Well, there we go. See? Things are definitely happening. Don't let that doomium pessimism get to you. 
Every day we're getting things happening. We're taking baby steps forward. But that's, that's good news too. That's good. More golf claps. Yeah. More golf claps for that one. All right. All right. So Nancy quitting and the fake-ass news media is salivating over her so-called accomplishment. They're just, God, bending the knee, bending over for Pelosi. Here's the New York Times today. Nancy Pelosi's grace and spirit as she prepares to step down. Grace and spirit. Yeah, I'm sure Nancy Pelosi has all hopped up on different spirits, if you know what I mean. Gulp, gulp, drink, drink. So there's that. Uh, LA Times column, Nancy Pelosi, the goat. <laughs> I just cringe. I cringe so hard when these freaking boomers and these media organizations and these boomer politicians like try to try to use the cool youth speak, the goat. The, the goat stands for greatest of all time, if you don't know what uh, that typically is referring to, but... Yeah, goat. Hmm, I'm sure. Like, um, Baphomet that all these freaking weirdos probably pray to. Ha ha ha! Double meanings. Nancy Pelosi and her spirits and her goats. Yeah, all right. She kind of she kind of looks like a goat too, doesn't she? Meh. Uh, a few more things on the FTX debacle that I was telling y'all about. So, uh, FTX, as we're hearing. FTX is not only FTX was not only donating a crap ton of money to Democrats. FTX, the uh, CEO of FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried, or as we're calling him now, Sam Bank Scam Fraud, he donated some $40, $50 million to Democrats in the midterm elections. The second highest Democrat donator, the first being George Soros, at like $120 million. Sam Bankscam, like $40, $50 million. 90, about 90% of all the money that Sam donated to political causes went to Democrats. Don't get me wrong, some of it went to conservatives as well, and that's what we're learning. McCarthy, Kevin freaking McCarthy, using FTX cash to defeat conservatives even. In 2022, probably uh, donating towards rhinos or just not donating at all. That, that's that been a big problem in the midterm elections is clowns like Mitch McConnell, who I think Mitch McConnell as well got like three or four million dollars from FTX. But um, Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy, they just didn't. They didn't fund campaigns like Blake Masters campaign in Arizona, these other crucial campaigns around the country, they just they just turned a blind eye to him. So that was a big problem. Uh, but it looks like some of these GOP rhino leadership folk like McCarthy and McConnell got some FTX money as well. And then Sam Bankscam also donated to six rhinos who voted to impeach Trump. Who do we got? Susan Collins, Lisa Murkowski. Ooh, she's the nasty one out of uh, Alaska otherwise known as Diane Feinstein's bitch. Lisa Murkowski, Ben Sass. Oh, Mitt Romney, big freaking surprise. So, yes, Sam Bankscam also donated to conservatives, but they were they were total rhinos. I mean, not not America first people. So, I've seen that retort going around. Well, now you have ammunition to debunk that claim that 
oh, it was a bipartisan donations that FTX was making. Not really. It was just all to the Uniparty. All to the Uniparty. What do we got next? One more thing on FTX. This video is surfacing of, so crazy haired dude here on the left. That's the CEO. That's Sam Bank Scam Fraud, the disgraced CEO of FTX. And last year, late last year in December 2021, there was a congressional hearing where Sam Bank Scam was giving some testimony to Congress. I actually remember watching that. Uh, it was like some hearing on crypto or something like that. And he, he was just like, he's a total soy boy. He's like a vegan 29-year-old dude with bitch tits and grandpa socks. Totally a weird guy. But video surfacing of after this hearing, when Bank Scam was walking out, Maxine Waters blew a kiss to him. Blew a freaking kiss to him. Like, thanks for the money, bud. My slush fund's looking real nice right now. My slush fund in the Bahamas or the Cayman Islands. Thanks, buddy. So maxi pad blowing bank scam and kiss. Incredible. Oh, and now Maxine Waters is leading the committee, the House Financial Services Committee, which is the committee that is supposedly investigating FTX now. So we call that Fox guarding the hen house. Great. Maxine Waters is now investigating FTX's collapse. Right. Talk about special interests, you know? So that's something to be very aware of as we learn more about FTX is that the people doing investigations into them might not be investigating very hard. Okay. Onward from this, let's talk about Jeffrey Epstein news. So this coming out today, we've got dozens of court documents relating to Jeffrey Epstein's associates, including hotel magnet Tom Pritzker, will be unsealed after Judge Loretta Preska today ordered these dozens of documents to be unsealed. A total of 16 non-party does objected to the release of the files. So 16 people were very freaking nervous. Uh, and Tom Pritzker is the chairman of Hyatt Hotels. Great. Hyatt Hotels. So could be some very high up names that are going to be named in these documents. We've got exec of Hyatt right there. Tom Pritzker might be one of them. Six, 15, 16 others. Do we have a time frame on the release of these? I am not sure. Doesn't look like it, but um, maybe looking deeper into this article, we do get a date. Not exactly sure when, but something to be aware of. So there is that. And now let's move into talking these globalists. They've been holding a lot of meetings lately. We got the G20 going on. We had the, what, climate change conference or whatever. Uh, interesting comment rolling in about Tom Pritzker. He is the father of the governor of Illinois. No shit. Huh. That's, that's going to be a whole thread to unravel. <laughs> All right. So back onto these globalist scammers. So the G20 promoting a World Health Organization standardized global vaccine passport and digital health identity scheme. Great. 
So it was a joint statement issued by the G20 summit, some leaders at it, and it looks like they are very much still trying to push for the global digital health network vaccine passport, whatever you want to call it. Um, Got to fight that. Got to fight that big time. And that's not the only digital tracking deep state weird crap we have to fight thing being rolled out. We also have a 12-week digital dollar pilot being tested by the New York Fed, Federal Reserve of New York. So on multiple fronts, we're getting uh, things we absolutely have to fight, digital vaccine passports, digital currencies, anything they can use to track us and centralize more control, get us all on the mainframe, get us all sucked into the matrix, right? So absolutely fight this shit. Don't let anybody you know get a freaking chip in their hand or chip in their head or on the system at all. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I can't, I don't know why anybody would think some sort of central bank digital currency is a good thing. They gotta be fools and clowns with a incredibly low IQ. And maybe the reason they have an incredibly low IQ is because they're eating fake lab meat. FDA announces lab-grown meat that was served, oh shit, it was served at the climate change conference, COP27. Lab-grown meat served at the climate change conference is safe to eat. Quote, the world is experiencing a food revolution. So the reason why they're rolling out this lab-grown meat is because muck climate change. But... How much water does it take to water the plants to make this stuff? And the company they're they're clearing for this is a California-based company. California's, I mean, the whole west side of America is experiencing water shortages, droughts. So is that is that so good for the environment to suck even more water out of the rivers and out of the aquifers just to grow this the plants for this so-called meat? Can't you get more calories from livestock if we're looking at it from a purely caloric or energy perspective? Yeah. So I'm going to pass on that. Plus the livestock fertilizes the, the ground for more stuff to grow from it. Ah, nothing stands the test of logic anymore. And then we've got this news. Research showing global sperm counts have fallen 62% in under 50 years. 62%. That is, uh, I mean, that's for many reasons. Speaking about shitty food, right? Genetically engineered food. When did that come out? Mm, About 40 to 50 years ago. Back in about the 1970s and 80s was in when Monsanto. Thank you, Donald Rumsfeld. Thank you, uh, George H.W. Bush. That's when Monsanto was really rolling out their GMO products, um, vaccines, right? What, what all happened about 40 to 50 years ago? A bunch of vaccines started rolling out onto the children's and adults' vaccine schedules. GMO foods started getting pushed. Pharmaceuticals everywhere. Preservatives, shitty... Um, shitty body washes and soaps and just chemicals. Like the chemical revolution is what really started uh, after the industrial age. 
And they started pushing this chemical shit just everywhere into our food, into our hygiene products, into our um, cleaning products we use around our home. So just stop buying that crap. Stop buying it for yourself, for your body, for your organs, for your sperm count, for the world as well. I mean, if we're going to be talking about environment, like we do want to care about the environment. Let's not be foolish. We do want to care for our home, our home we call planet Earth. But what the globalists try to sell us is some ass backwards shit that really, really doesn't care for it. They just wrap it and drape it as if it does. But their agendas and the solutions they sell really don't. So take care of your balls, friends. And then here is our next favorite excuse that they have for heart attacks. Not, not anything but the vaccines. Anything but the vaccines. So what, what, what have they blamed it all on so far? I can't even keep track. Let me know in the comments. What has it been so far? Um, video games cause heart problems in kids. Marijuana causes the heart problems. Um, wasn't it like naps and cl oh, climate change? That was one, right? Climate change is causing heart problems in all these people. Um, oh, all these young kids are getting blood clots just because, just because they're getting blood clots. Uh, was weightlifting one of them? I mean, for real though, with all the pre-workouts, some of these dudes use like two scoops, three scoops. Like, yeah, that, that'll give you heart problems. Uh, <laughs> fresh air. Was that one fresh air? Yeah, right. Being alive, being alive can cause sudden heart attacks. So the next one is tiny particles in the air may trigger sudden heart attacks. That's right. Cold showers was one of them. I remember that. Oh, God. Cold showers. <laughs> cold showers are actually really good for your uh, hormones and your stress levels. So if anything, those might decrease the risk of heart attacks. But yeah, there you go. Thank you. What was it? Ooh, a decade's worth of data collected across Singapore. Duke, Duke Medical School. An epidemiologist from Duke. Great. More studies. Studies can say whatever you want them to say. Whatever, whatever the grant wants you to say. Um, <laughs> commenter says, the original Jack 3D, that was a pre-workout back in the day, is literal crack. It is literal crack. There was actually a uh, methamphetamine analog compound in some of those original pre-workouts from like a decade ago and it was like literal crack but um some of the pre-workouts these days have like 300 milligrams a scoop and and some of the energy drinks too like bang and those rain energy drinks i don't know like how guys would drink the whole thing and then be okay it, they're not okay actually get brain problems and heart problems. But uh, yeah, be, be mindful of your caffeine consumption, folks, for sure. Uh, onward from this. Speaking of them globalists, gotta love this. So we have a YouTube channel called World Government Summit. I guess it's some sort of globalist, uh, globalist meetup group conference that happens once a year. I don't know, there's so many of them, right? It's hard to keep track. This one's called World Government Summit. And at their latest meeting that happened a month or two back, 
they uploaded a YouTube video literally called, Are We Ready for a New World Order? And they had the CEO of the Atlantic Council, some advisors to Saudi Arabian presidents, uh, formal former U.S. presidential advisors. It was moderated by a reporter from CNN. So we're talking high-level globalist shitbags, right? It's a big club, and you ain't in it. They literally uploaded this YouTube video called, Are We Ready for a New World Order? Openly discussing it, promoting the idea. You gotta love how YouTube fact-checked it. Put one of their little cards on it. Oh, the New World Order is a conspiracy theory, which hypothesizes a secretly emerging totalitarian world government. Uh, not so secret... And how much of a conspiracy theory is it if we got all these high-level people questioning if we're ready for it? Gotta love that gaslighting, right? Jedi mind tricks. Are we ready for one? Ready for one? Sounds like they're not giving us a choice, right? Great. Uh, no, we're not going to have one at all. Get wrecked. And uh, we got to fight it. The Brazilian people are absolutely fighting it. They are out in full force, man. Still, every day, holding vigils. The truckers, Brazilian truckers are standing up too. God, look at that. Look at that. I mean, we do need to see this in America. But it goes to note that Brazil is in the southern hemisphere. And it is uh, summer. Very nice weather in Brazil right now, so... Easier for them to get outside. Although, uh, 3 million Brazilians filled the streets on November 15th to protest their stolen elections. Hot diggity damn. Go Brazil, man. And it looks like the Brazilian Supreme Court is ordering banks to block funds of businessmen who support the protesters. I think some Brazilian truckers are even starting to get out. Yeah, truckers. So it's uh, Canada 2.0. They're in Brazil, but keep fighting my uh, Brazilian friends. Based, based Brazil. Brazilian balls to the wall. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and the World Cup's in like a few days, but they got more important things to worry about. Stolen elections. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Uh, speaking of stolen elections, back to Maricopa County here. Uh, did you see... Our favorite friend with the dreads here, he's out again. This is the uh, the Hale Fauci guy. Remember that last year? That video of him went viral. He was actually wearing the same t-shirt and everything, but he was just ripping the Maricopa County board a new one over their uh, COVID mandates. Well, he's out giving him shit again for stealing elections. Let's listen to this. Mr. Baker? Good morning. Once again, the eyes of the world are upon Maricopa County for another botched election. Am I here to accuse you of stealing the vote? Heavens no, for that would make me a terrorist, wouldn't it? Let me ask you, if you took your life savings to a bank and the teller put them in a machine and the machine kicked out one out of four of your bills and the teller said, 
Don't worry, we'll put them in box three over here, and we'll let you know how many were in there later. We'll send them off to a separate location, and someone will be sure to get back to you and tell you how much money you have. Would you be okay with that? No, you would not be okay with that. Now ask yourself the question, which is more valuable, your vote or your money? Now ask a lobbyist that same question. Now ask a campaign manager that question. Now ask Mark Zuckerberg that question, which is more valuable, your money or your vote or your country or this world or the corruption that is taking over every single county in this nation? And then you look into your own soul and you look back at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are the cancer that is tearing this nation apart. Good day. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Did you guys see the, uh, yeah, that guy's badass, right? I don't know if you remember this, but uh, what do we got here? Oh, he was in a, me yeah, check this out. This is a, uh, this metal guy, guitarist, he did a rendition of his COVID rant last year, and it's pretty freaking great. I hope a metal rendition is made of that Maricopa County board one. But... That's the wind. That's the wind of time. That's the wind of history. That's the wind blowing through your ancestors' bones, begging you to do the right thing. Sir, can you please that is the wind that Sir. Matt Baker is calling upon from Ocean Beach. That's just great. <laughs> I'm dying. Oh. And what did he say at the end? I said good day. Back at yourself in the mirror and realize that you are the cancer that is tearing this nation apart. Good day. <laughs> Thank you. I'm putting that on my soundboard. Good day. Oh, that Karen medal was pretty good too. That's right. When that Karen went off and... Metal guy made a song about that. <laughs> Good day. I'm going to end with that. Every, end every single video with that. That'll be on my soundboard next week. All right. Uh, a few more things. And I see you guys dropping in the chat. Maybe you came a little late, but I already covered that new Q drop that just came out. If there's another one, let me know. But uh, yeah, just rewind the video a little bit for that. Okay. How about this uh, income program for transgender people in San Francisco using taxpayer money? It's called GIFT, Guaranteed Income for Trans People. 
and they're giving $1,200 a month to low-income transgender people for up to 18 months. No shit. Like, what? Oh, and also, there's been some screenshots come out of the like application process, I think. And you get to check if you're like trans or non-binary or whatever gender you identify as, right? And one of the, was this fake? One of the boxes that you could check was faggot. You could identify as faggot. You let me know if that's fake. I saw it. On Twitter, and some pretty big accounts were tweeting about it. I, pff, I don't know, man. Twelve hundred bucks a month to wear a dress. You have to pay me a lot more money than that to wear a dress. But what's their verification process? Like, could I just go down and live in San Fran for a day? And I mean, San Francisco is so freaking expensive that everybody there is going to be low income. Uh, I could just identify for a day as a tranny. Get 1200 bucks and, I don't know, move back home for the rest of the month? Like, what's the... How do they verify that? And with the whole identification thing, like, oh, whatever. <laughs> I identify as a transgender, but I'm still a man, and I still like chicks. Just on uh, the first of every month, I identify as trans. Pay me. As if California wasn't broke enough already. All right. Uh, okay. Last thing here. On to uh, one thing on vaccines. Gotta love this. Speaking of uh, speaking of football, or as you Americans call it, soccer. In Romania, their most famous football team over there announced a ban on vaccinated players. A ban on vaccinated players. I'll say that one more time. Banning vaccinated players because their owner says that athletes lose strength and claims that those who are jabbed are dying in hospitals. Basically, a liability. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we could have told you that like a year ago. Yeah, right. For the tranny thing in San Francisco, do they uh, do they do a pat down <laughs> to check? <laughs> okay, enough of that. Enough of that. We could really uh, get degenerate with that conversation. But okay, Romania here. Hmm. Romania has the second lowest vaccination rate in Europe. That's good news. They ain't having it, and now their teams are uh, <laughs> literally not allowing vaccinated players. Shoot, we'll see what happens at the World Cup, right? Because mm. the World Cup's being played in Qatar. 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 Potato, potato. Um, and pretty warm country. Granted, it's, it's winter there in Qatar, but still pretty hot. And got the World Cup going on. Whew. Hopefully we don't get some like major star collapsing or anything, but anyway, I'll still be watching it. We'll see how much wokeness is there because 
there's so there was so much freaking wokeness in just all over the world, not just in American Major League Soccer. It's just god awful in that sport. I mean, all corporate sports, bread and circus sports in America, right? Super woke, but even in international leagues like the Premier League over in the UK, they take knees for racism before every game and they wear rainbow colored captain's bands and all sorts of crap. So football leagues around the world are pretty damn woke, but this is in Qatar. And I think they're clamping down on that sort of woke shit there, like rainbow bands and all that sort of stuff. Um, Yeah, we'll see. We will see. So, all right, I'm going to refresh this QAlerts page one more time. See if there was another drop that came in. Probably not. Nah. They've just been posting one. One every couple days. Looks like. So, hey, there we go. We'll see if Trump, during his... uh, Speech here in a half an hour says any of these, uh, like any of these phrases or any of these words. Let's check Trump's true social. Did he make any posts when this drop came in? Drop came in at 7.21 Eastern Standard Time. Uh, it doesn't look like Trump made any posts. He retruthed some things, but all right. I was just saying if we got a Trump post and a Q drop, at the same minute. Anyway, I'm going to bring some tunes in. We'll chat for a little bit and then we'll finish this up. So what are we going to put on in that? Let's do, let's do this one. Do some house music. This is Friday. Trump posted his announcement at 1717 military time, did he? Yes, he did. 317. But wait, is that, I'm in mountain time zone. So that would have been 517 Eastern, which, yeah, 1717. There you go. Good, uh. Good stuff, Rumble commenter. So, his statement about his statement, which he likes to do, right? So, Trump's statement about his statement. He said, I'll be making a statement on the never-ending witch hunt tonight at Mar-a-Lago, 8.30 p.m. He did post that at 17.17 military time. And then, a few hours later, we got our handy-dandy Q post. Dasting. All right, I got some gold pills to shout out. Thank you, Sean Joe. Much appreciated. Thank you, Sean Joe, again. Thank you, Boyce Blanc there. That's as far as the chat goes back, so. Uh, DLive comment says, as far as you know, I'm the only person invited to both the pit and Mar-a-Lago, but I was not invited to Mar-a-Lago formally for the announcement. 
So there were some social media influencers, uh, like I saw Terrence Williams there, I saw David Harris Jr., I saw um, like Ian Smith was there, the guy with the big beard, right? Had that gym that they were trying to shut down during COVID. They were all there, and I think they got official social media influencer invites, but I didn't. Um, I think I explained this at the beginning of the show, but the, I I had this planned with a friend of mine who's a member at Mar-a-Lago for like months, and he was going to take me to Mar-a-Lago, he said, on my birthday, and it just so happened that Trump's announcement coincided with that day, so I was not technically invited to Mar-a-Lago by Trump's social media team or whatever, so... There is that. Any thoughts on the UFO report? Hopefully coming this month. Well, it's supposed to have been coming for like weeks already. And it's just getting delayed and delayed and delayed. And this UFO report, mind you, is coming from some... Is, that, is it coming from Congress or is it coming from some... Uh, group out of the military, out of the DOD. Regardless, it's going to be probably a nothing burger and, if anything, a limited hangout. Just boring report that's going to be vague again. More vague shit from the government where they say, oh, we don't know. We don't know. It's not ours. It's not American craft. Could be Chinese. Could be Russia. Could be space drones. Could be aliens. But it's not American-made craft. So it's just going to be another one of those. Another nothing burger. They're just dangling the carrot in front of all the UFO people who legitimately believe, oh, government's going to disclose. Government ain't going to disclose shit. Especially through Congress or through the media, New York Times. No, government's not going to disclose shit. So I don't expect anything. And it's sad that a lot of these UFO buffs like don't realize that or don't get it. They're just getting the they're just getting the carrot dangling in front of them, and they're they're continuously chasing it, just continuously chase it. Have I seen Three Days, Three Nights account recently? I never liked that account on Twitter. It sounds like you might have liked that account, but I, I never did. I think Three Days, Three Nights was connected to that I the Spy account, if you remember that one from the Twitter days a few years back. And uh, no, I, I thought Three Days, Three Nights was pretty LARPy, to be honest. Stop lying, IMQ. Man, I remember back in 2017, in the very first days of it, when I was the first person on YouTube, as far as I know, I was the first person on YouTube to cover Q's drops, and I was like one of the only people at the time, and there were legitimately some trolls and shills and weirdos on the internet trying to paint me as being behind the Q posts. And I'm like, no, I, I'm like, I don't even know how to log onto 4chan. 
How are you trying to paint me as being behind this Q thing? <laughs> yeah, it took me a few months to learn how to log onto 4chan or 8chan. I think Q was already posting on 8chan by the time I finally figured out how to log onto the boards and post and interact on on those uh, Chan websites. LARPy means uh, live action role play. That's what LARP means. Basically a faker or an actor. Live action role play. So LARP or LARPy. You want to turn it into a... You thought I was an Anon? Well, I mean, I interacted on the board. Once I found out how to log on to the Chans, I interacted on there a little bit. What do I expect from the new House investigation into Biden? I, I mean, we're just learning about it. It was announced yesterday, but I do think it's gonna go somewhere. I do think it'll lead to some public exposure. We'll see. It'll take a few months, most likely. But 2023, pain in 2023? Seem to remember that phrase from somewhere. Next year is going to be a, be a doozy. What are my thoughts on Trump saying citizens don't understand the gravity of what we are facing? I agree. I mean, that's kind of a blanket statement. Take it on its face. Citizens don't understand the gravity of what we're facing in terms of the depths of the deep state corruption and how deep their tentacles reach into these society control structures. Yeah. Oh, what up, Pit Viper on Foxhole? Looks like we got a troll. We got a troll, everybody. Are you not entertained? He says, why don't you just come out and say you're a lying piece of shit instead of making up another acronym dot 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 WTF. Dude, you just made an acronym right there. You gave me shit from saying acronyms and then you typed an acronym. And you spelled lying wrong too. Rumble comment says, heard someone say the message Trump gave was measured and calm to attract the normies so they don't re when they listen. I mean, yeah. What, I mean, what, again, all these expectations, like, oh, we want Trump to, to make a statement about Q or to say the military's coming in to save everything or disclose the aliens. Um, everything that's being done is for the public public. We're talking 350 million people in America, 8 billion people on this planet. A good percentage of those still don't 
still aren't awake or aware or awake or aware enough to understand what's going on. And even people who are awake and aware still oftentimes don't really understand the depths of what's going on. So, yeah. Trump has to, quote-unquote, water it down from our perspective, water it down, but he's doing everything to wake the normies out there up. Deal with it. Accept that. much as you might hate or get triggered at liberals out there isn't that ironic oh it's the liberals that get triggered say the triggered right winger who gets triggered at liberals as much as you might hate those liberal folk they're important in all this too and they're still humans they might be kind of dumb they might be ignorant to a lot of shit and in denial but they're still human beings and they are still important to bring along in this awakening process And I mean, most of them are good humans too. So let's not kid ourselves and just be jackasses. Oh, Elon Musk put out a, uh, he put out a poll 23 minutes ago, reinstate former President Trump. It's got a million votes. Let's see what the results are. Ooh, 62% yes. Yo. This would be a good post too as like a honeypot post if Elon Musk really wanted to see what kind of bot farms are hitting Twitter. He can make a post like this and then track it and see where a bunch of bots that are hitting no, 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 no. Probably like David Brock from Media Matters, his clip farm shills or whatever. No, 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 no. DARPA or the CIA. Um, 62%. Say yes. Oh, Vox Pupali Vox Day. I forget what that Latin stands for. The voice of the people is the voice of God, is what Vox Pupali Vox Day means. The voice of the people is the voice of God, so. Sounds like he's just putting this up for a good old fashioned vote. See what happens. Have I tried Cliff High's pure sleep? No, I don't have problems sleeping. I don't need melatonin or sleep stuff or anything like that. But it looks like a decent product. I would try it if I needed. I don't know, with all that mRNA coursing through their veins, are they really, are they still really humans? Come on, man. Don't be a division fag. Again, even if they're vaccinated, even if they're masked, we need compassion for these folks. I ain't saying they ain't dumb.
some of them are really dumb. But, uh, you know, if we just continue to divide them away and leave them behind, well, that's going to slow down the general awakening and exposure of the deep state process that we all want, right? At Jordan, you guys should check out the Archaics YouTube channel, Mind Blowing. I checked out a little bit of his work. Um, not that much, though, so take this for what it's worth. But I felt like Archaics was kind of a doomer. Felt like he put quite a pessimistic spin on things. But that's from the uh, little bit I've heard from him. A lot of, quote, red-pilled people follow the likes of Charlie Ward. Uh, then they got a few more red pills to take, don't they? Maybe they need a suppository. That'll wake them up. Yee. The psychopaths want unvaccinated people to lose compassion so they can say, see, you know better than us. Stay united, indeed. This is the psychological division tactics. If they get us angry, if they get us um, narcissistic, if you will. It's just separatist tactics. They want to get us thinking we're better than them or thinking we're lesser than them. Love to hear my understandings about mythical beings. I guess it would just uh, depend on what particular mythical being you're referencing, because could be any thousands and thousands of mythical beings from any spiritual or religious um, belief system. But I think, in general, mythical beings are probably referencing real beings, just in a kind of fantastical storytelling way. So really just look at the, I suppose, common themes or archetypes that are often told throughout scriptures around the world. I mean, how many how many times do we hear like giants referenced or like glowing craft or chariots or things coming down from the sky? Uh, and these, I mean, probably real beings, just the descriptions of them are being told in very poetic ways, ways that the people at the time, whether it was a thousand, three thousand, five thousand years ago, they they didn't know what the fuck they were seeing, so, and they didn't have as advanced of, say, maybe a language or an understanding of our reality as we do now, so they had to use their limited understanding and their limited language to try to describe what this glowing thing in the sky was. They don't have any conception of something like a UFO or whatever, so they call it a glowing chariot since that's all they knew. Or describe the being in a particular way. Or describe a story through a kind of allegorical or symbolic myth. Which I think a lot of these 
religious scriptures do. They're allegorical. They're describing maybe even real instances just in very sort of poetic, symbolic ways. They're not meant to be taken literally, but they kind of are meant to be taken literally, but you have to really read between the lines and deduce or decode the esoteric nature of what they're talking about. The Holy Bible is not a myth though. I would disagree. I think a lot of it is. Myth not meaning fake. Myth meaning it's written allegorically and in an encoded way. Again, when we're saying myth, we're talking of like a Jungian myth, Carl Jung, or a Joseph Campbell kind of myth, not a, like, oh, it's a myth meaning fake. I don't mean fake myth. I mean symbolic, allegorical, something deeper. Ooh, did I watch Ancient Apocalypse? You're talking about the new series from Grand Hancock on Netflix. I've seen bits and pieces of it, actually. I haven't watched the whole thing through piece by piece, but um, there's some interesting stuff in there. A lot, it's pretty watered down. I saw the part where Graham Hancock goes through Gobleke Tepe. And it's interesting to actually see the drone shots and the video footage of a lot of these places up close. I'd never seen Gobleke Tepe that up close like that. But, I mean, it's only, what, like eight or ten episodes, and each of them are just like 30 minutes. So it's really not that long of a series. And it's kind of watered down, right? It's not that like, heavy-hitting, hard-hitting or whatever, but... Some stuff in there is pretty curious. I mean, they talk about Atlantis. They talk about these ancient civilizations and whatnot. Uh, where I disagree with Graham Hancock is his premise that the whole Younger Dryas catastrophe of 10,000 years ago or 12,000 years ago was caused by, isn't his claim that it was caused by a comet? Comet came down and that's what caused the great flood that is the myth that we hear about in like the Bible and these other ancient scriptures, but um, I disagree with Graham Hancock in that instance. I don't think it was a comet. I personally think it was a solar micronova coinciding with a magnetic and maybe even physical pole shift of our Earth. So I think it was more solar caused than comet caused. But um, Graham Hancock still has, you know, an impressive body of work, so. Most scientists claim there's little truth in all myths. Well, most scientists are less intellectual than they like to think they are, aren't they? guys we're getting up close to 6 30 here uh good chat tonight thanks for hanging thanks for chilling friday evening here 
Uh, Badlands Media is doing a special event broadcast covering Trump tonight. Nice. Let's bring up, bring up the Badlands Rumble. Uh, oh, maybe it's on John's page. Probably on John's page. There we go. So go check out uh, John's page on Rumble. Looks like he's already streaming. Or go see uh, right side or Trump's Rumble page for that statement. Looks like it starts in about 10 minutes. So we will um, sign off here. So you can go do your thing. Have fun on this Friday night. Make dinner, have a drink, smoke a stogie. Watch Trump's statement. You have fun, friends. Uh, have a good weekend. Appreciate you for hanging. See you on Monday for the next live stream. And I will be doing some work over the weekend. Whether it's videos or Substack articles or podcast or what have you. Uh, when it drops, I'll post it on Telegram and True Social and let you guys know. So thank you. Have a good weekend. See you. See you next week.